What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 19 of the E2B2 podcast. I'm Evan J. Thomas, and with me always is... Brandon Thomas. And we are coming to you a couple days after Thanksgiving. What is today? November 28th? And uh, we just got done watching the movie Ghosts of War. Yep. And also spending the day together, having some amazing sushi at our favorite place ever. We're at home with... Tom's favorite place ever. Yeah, at home. We had to pick it up and uh, bring it here. And we also just kind of spent the day chilling in the house today. So, in the past couple weeks, Brandon turned 16 a week ago, just over a week ago. Somewhere. And how are you feeling uh, now, Big being the big 1-6? Nothing different. I mean, there's... I could potentially drive, but I don't... I mean, I think the stuff is closed and... Most Plus, everything is. I, I'd probably try to get that in as soon as possible, which would be, you know, February well, next year. One fun little thing we're going to do tomorrow is I'm going to take Brandon out for a little drive in a parking lot and see and teach him how to do the car. Well, that's Hopefully a, not ruin mine. That's very illegal. You're going to get... <laughs> that is not illegal. You're going to get arrested. You, I will not you're get gonna arrested. Get, you're going to get... Imprisoned, canceled on Twitter. You know the drill. Cancel culture, right? Is that what it is? Something. Something like that. They won't cancel culture me for teaching my son how to drive. Trust me on that. So Brandon just turned 16. And just the other day, two days ago, was Thanksgiving. Yep. And unfortunately, Brandon and I did not spend it together. He was at his aunt's house and uh with his cousins and everything and i was with my friend heather Mm -hmm. who made an amazing turkey dinner and some other stuff as well and Mm. i kind of just want to briefly ask brandon besides turkey what was your favorite thing on the plate that you ate that night there was ham and i would probably say ham because i can't remember much of else (laughs) but you must have been drunk no there was corn i don't remember there was corn there was bread and then there was um Mashed, mashed potatoes, potatoes yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, just mashed potatoes. So those were the few things, and I think there was something else, but I think that was for later. And yeah, that's a, that's basically traditional. So, so you're going to go with ham Yeah, is your favorite yeah, thing, I, besides turkey. Yeah, I, I mean, I like corn. I like all of them equally. I'll just say ham for now. And I'll tell you, uh, Heather made an amazing dinner, and uh, turkey was fantastic, and the stuffing was awesome. The potatoes were awesome. The cranberry sauce was awesome. Holy crap, I... I mean, everything we had was fantastic. So hopefully you guys had your first uh, pandemic um, social distancing Thanksgiving together because uh, I kind of did. And like I said, my family's not really all here except for Brandon. Everybody else Hello. lives out of state. Hi, yeah. Mom. Hi, Dad. Hi, Grandma T. Grandpa T. Hello. Lindsay. Ico. Kingston. How's it going? All right. So also besides today, like I said, uh, we went out and ordered our yeah. favorite sushi place over at Sushi Station in Elgin, Illinois. Yep. And, oh my God, was that good. I haven't had sushi in... What, six weeks? Six weeks, five weeks. Six weeks. Four weeks. Well, we haven't, at least Sushi Station. Last time we went, we actually went there. Oh, yeah. And that was the last time we were actually able to sit down and eat at a restaurant there. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, we had some very interesting conversations in the car. One being uh, Brandon. I, I'll let Brandon speak okay, on this. So, yeah, on thir- on Thanksgiving, me and my cousins, as I refer to them, the monkeys. Very nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, 
I was playing games, you know, as I usually do. Nothing new, nothing much. But we, it, w it was after I was, like, we were outside. So then they went inside, I went inside, I started playing games. We just went on our separate ways for maybe, like, a, min a few minutes, who knows. And then uh, I come to them upstairs in the room. Um, actually, they had a, there was one friend, like, a family friend kind of sort of deal coming over. Um, so he was also there. And what they were doing, they were prank calling because that's very mature to prank call in twenty yeah. twenty. I didn't, I didn't think twenty twenty kids prank called. I mean, places I anymore. mean, like, it's, it's you can do whatever. I don't care as long as you're not harassing anyone. You can just prank prank call. So back in the day when I was Brandon's <laughs> age, I used to work at a bowling alley that literally is about three minutes from where I live now, and we used to call the bowling alley in during our bowling hours. And we would ask for people's names that were very crass, as you would say. So, like, Hugh Jass and Mike Hunt and uh, <laughs> Howie Feltersnatch and stuff like that. Brandon, on the other hand, didn't go that route. I went, I, I said humongous. Humongous. Yeah, that's, <laughs> and then there was paper. View. No, you didn't actually ask. No, anyone. no, I never asked anyone. But there, was, I came up with pay per view, which I found funny, but he did not. But when you called the place, what did you? What was the? Oh, thing so you did? it was Wendy. So I went upstairs and I was like, "Okay, give me the phone. I got a good one." And so they gave me the phone, but they were already calling Wendy's at that point. Uh, no, well, they wanted to call Wendy, so. I got the phone and I practiced calling one of my cousins to do the joke. So he wouldn't laugh in the middle of it, which yeah. he would always do anyway. Which, yeah, which would happen if I didn't <laughs> do that. So then I actually called the um, Wendy's establishment and I asked, do you have monkeys in your fridge? And then the receiver said, at, like, said back in reply, do you want to be arrested? <laughs> and then I said back, this is a legitimate question. Do you have monkeys in your fridge? And then I hung up. Wow. I think she hung up. I don't know. It was one or the other. <laughs> so do you have monkeys in your fridge? So Brent and I were coming up with uh, some fun things to say when uh, next time, if and when that ever happens. And I was going back to the old school stuff like, hey, uh, do you have a refrigerator running? Well, if you, you better go damn catch it or something like that. What were some of the other ones we came up with? Well, that's that's that too was... obvious. I, I mixed it up with a monkey one, though. Like, no one no one would expect the... Um... Oh, what did I say? Call a, call a, um, a pet store. No, I, yeah, I said, I said I should have called a pet store, but I think they were all closed. And then I should have asked if they had a pet monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my idea was that if I can... Do you have any pet monkeys at your establishment? They'll say no, and they say I'll be like, oh, I want one for my little brother, and then that's about it. But my dad, you explain. So I, I actually said, well, okay, well, if you have a monkey and he's bad, would you spank my monkey? And we obviously Brandon and I had some awesome laughs in the car, and we're like drooling on ourselves because of how funny it was. And uh, yeah, I couldn't breathe at one point. It was kind of fun. So, yeah, that was our afternoon, basically, spending the day together, and that's kind of what we do. We just, you know, fuck around in the car and make jokes and don't, laugh. Don't and, forget the weird words segment of the thing where it's like, Oh, the weird owl. words. Yeah. We, I mean, we do that every day, and it's like foul, owl. What was the one you said today? Arthur? 
No, it was um. I think it was Arthur. No, it was not Arthur. No, it was you said that you said Arthur wasn't one. It was. Mm. Uh, well, maybe if we come up with it. No, we'll it was it was something like weird. It was like not pen. It was it was it was bunny. <laughs> bunny, <laughs> bunny I think. and Fanny. Fanny no, it was other. no. We were coming with with names. It was Bunny and Arthur. We said for human names isn't good names, but then we said something. After Ralph. That. Ralph. There was, yeah, there was Ralph. There's uh, I don't know. Trump. I think Trump. that was the one. Well, that was just because it was on a building name that we saw. Yeah, in a, a business over in off of ninety in Ch- the Chicago land area. Yeah, I don't know. Was, yeah, was, so that's our fun. that's our fun is you know we just come Ward. up with dumb shit. What? Ward. Mord? No, Ward. Word. Ward. Ward. Yeah. Like W A R D. Ward. Like what the hell is a ward? Like it just hurts. It hurts you say some words. Yeah, I mean, it's what, a, what was the one I, I really hate saying? Vowel. That, that wolf, just golf. Wolf, golf. Golf. But vowel, it just it that's not a normal thing to say. I no. mean say it to yourself. Vowel. Vowel. It sounds like you're choking on your own fucking tongue. And you, it's no, you said that for golf. It was like golf. 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 <laughs> golf. I mean, it's just stupid shit that we we laugh at. I mean, that's that's our that's our hilarity of what we do. And he and I will go on walks and we'll have fun little conversations in that as well. Monkey. So, Brandon, what else have you been up to? Obviously, school's kind of, you had the week off with Thanksgiving. I had, yeah, I had the week off. But surprisingly, well, actually, unsurprisingly, they think they're very hopeful they can try to get us back, even though they, every time they say that, it gets pushed back a few extra weeks. So, what they're trying to do is ease us into the schedule of normal day. But that includes making us wake up at school starting at 7.25 online, so I have to wake... So that's starting on Monday. Actually, that starts on Tuesday because Monday is going back to the old schedule, except it was not the old schedule on Monday where we start at 9. It's starting at 8.30, which we normally usually start for every other day before... So it's just a complete mess. Yeah, and then now it's going to be Monday, but Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is going to be Monday... Monday is just going to be day. Hmm. So, I'm, yeah, that's going to be very painful. Um, <clears throat> I know one thing is that I have to... I'm not sure how much of a book I have to read, but I know I haven't read it. But, Uh-oh. You better get uh, on that, it's man. probably not... No, it's probably like they said read chapter 7. But And as for me, the past week or so, I've been working with my uh, buddy Chris and his company R&R Garage Doors. So we've been doing a lot of that. Um, today I just nailed down a little uh, graphic design gig for Scooter's Bar and Grill over in Elk Grove Village, Illinois, which I'm doing their uh, menu for, which mm-hmm. is very extensive and very interesting to s- so far start. And then this coming week, let's see, what six days from now is what? Huh? My birthday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my birthday, Brandon. Always yeah, I get, I'll get you. I'll get you money. Brandon's <laughs> giving me money for I'll, my. I'll birth- give you money that you gave me for my birthday. There you go. We'll just we'll just trade money. You know how much money you gave me for my birthday? Zero dollars. <laughs> so I'll give you. I'm waiting, <laughs> but you're waiting on like a couple gifts coming, so you will be getting that. 
Yeah. I'll have to find so. a gift for you. I'll have to be like right. a, I'll have to be like a lawnmower. You know, you could just <laughs> lawnmower an apartment complex. <laughs> a grill. <laughs> I already have one. Um just be like you you put a little bow on your head and you go, I'm your present. No, and I don't I'll want have to it. punch you in the face and uh, you know, kick you. I'll I'll do the what I did last year, just make <laughs> a rudimentary card. Poorly drawn. I say, love you, Dad. <laughs> and then I cry for about three seconds and I throw it away. <laughs> so that's how that goes. All right, so Brent and I are going to get into this movie that we just saw. Very interesting. Very interesting called Ghosts of War. And just to start off a little bit of it, it is a 2020 supernatural horror film that we saw on Netflix. So it came out back in June. Directed by Eric Bress, who did The Butterfly Effect and also... The film stars Brenton, I think it's Thwaites is his name. Theo Rossi, who actually I've met and did a, he did a promo for me. He was in Sons of Anarchy. Skylar Aston, uh, Kyle Gallner, and Alan Richson. Oh. And it was released on DirecTV on June 18th. It says DirecTV TV, but it was on also Netflix when we got it. So we're going to go and stop the show for a moment. Yes. And when we come back, we're going to... St- Start what the show movie was about. Be right back. Stick with us here on the E2B2 podcast. Here come the Irish. WeAreIndyNation.com is where you can go to get all your latest Notre Dame news, notes, and highlights on the season. Touchdown, Notre Dame! Featuring the new We Are ND Nation podcast hosted by me, Evan J. Thomas, and special guests throughout the season. No one comes into our house and pushes us around. Make sure you check out the Tailgaters show, the travels of Rudy the Golden Gnome, and more. Follow We Are ND Nation on the socials, wearendynation.com. Go Irish! Get ready to headbang like your life depends on it. Slow the f*** down. Because you never know. It just might. Is that supposed to be? Listen to the world's hardest rock metal worldwide god right that's all you had to say let out all your anger and rage before it consumes you Forge earth mother rock hard with evan j thomas thursdays at 6 central 7 eastern all right i get your out the car hosted on rock 98.9 all right we are back on the e2b2 podcast i'm evan j thomas and with me is brandon Thomas. Brandon Thomas, and we yeah. are going to be talking about the movie Ghosts of War, 2020 supernatural horror film that we just saw a few moments ago, and we're going to do our little uh, spoiler alert in case you haven't seen it and you want to. We're going to throw that little fun soundbite in the show right now, so going on from here is on you. Everything up to here is on you for now. Yep. On this movie, Ghosts of War. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, like um, um, other movies that we have uh, reviewed recently. We, recently, I mean, basically everything we've ever reviewed, even uh, Monkey Trouble, had mm-hmm. a lot more information than this movie did. So I, I usually get my information off Wikipedia, kind of go through the synopsis. Well, this synopsis is three and a half sentences. That's not enough to cover what this movie was. Not at all. So we're going to try to reflect best we can on how this movie went. 
and the uh, situations on how it was. Mm -hmm. So starting off, I'm just going to read the synopsis right here. So during the darkest days of World War II, five American soldiers are ordered to hold a French castle formerly occupied by the Nazi High Command. That was actually one of the first things Brandon saw in the movie description that he wanted to see was because of the whole Nazi ghosts. And I mean, we war could, movie. Yeah, I war like, movie. I like. Well, I'm not going to say I like Nazis, but you know, I like you. Make, we make fun of Nazis. We make a lot. fun of Nazis a lot a because lot. I dislike Nazis. Well, obviously. I mean, we saw what was the movie we saw earlier? Jojo Rabbit. Week, Jojo Rabbit. I mean, that was one of them. Um, uh, 1917, but that wasn't uh, Nazi. That was World War One. World War One, but yeah, it's close enough. Close enough. But is. yeah, uh, I like war movies, and war movies have a lot of Nazis. And then when I know a war movie has Nazis or a bad guy, which is Nazis, then or mostly Nazis, aside from Jojo Rabbit, in most cases, um, a lot of people die, and there's violence, yeah. and then there's people dying, and there's violence. And this movie had supernatural. Ghosts, and, so that and Nazis had, and Nazis, so and World War Two and World War Two so, and yeah, ghosts. and it had Juice from Sons of Anarchy, who's awesome. Uh, so their assignment spirals into madness when the group begins experiences inexplicable events as a reality transforms into a twisted nightmare more terrifying than anything seen on the battlefield. And that is all it says here. It gives you no information about the entire movie. So we're going to kind of walk through this with you as best as we as could. best as we can. So when they start off, the very first scene it says 1944 France. Yeah. And what you see is uh, the group of the five guys walking through their scenes and everything. And um, they're laying, what was it, laying under trees. Yeah. And the main character, Chris, wakes up to basically a nightmare. Something was it like a that. Nightmare? It seemed like it was a nightmare. I wasn't really yeah. sure. But it seemed like it was a nightmare. So we're like trying to figure this out. And all five guys were kind of like lined up around this fire. And it was just kind of weirdly set up. Yeah. But it was kind of cool. So they get up, they do their thing, they're walking around, they're um, shooting Nazis. There was a Jeep that there was, was driving and then it got exploded. I think it got tripped on the mine. Yep, there was a Jeep that tripped onto a mine, exploded. They, Most of the guys in the Jeep died. There were like three that lived. You had to make, from 1917 was the movie. We always say if you're in a war movie, never trust the bad guy and always kill them. Because yeah. they're going to try to kill you back if you let them live. Correct. So you so always kill the bad guy. And there was that was a graphic scene. There was a very graphic scene because the one guy, I think his name was, uh, no, it was, it was uh, Butchie. Butchie was a big guy, a big strong dude. Yeah. He was the one that basically beat the guy in the face with the uh, mallet yeah. or the um, was Metal it? crowbar. Rod. Crowbar. Crowbar. Beat him in the face with a crowbar to kill him. The other guy, what, stabbed the other dude in the head. And then the last guy was actor Billy Zane, who was in the movie Titanic, and Butchie uh, wanted to fight him, fight yeah. him to the death. So they kind of got into a fight, and they started you know, going toe-to-toe, -to -toe, throwing some punches, da-da-da-da, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden... He just gets shot. And that was the bad guy that got shot. So yeah. Billy, Billy Zane, who played Dr. Engel, but also was the France like commander... In, in the uh, what is seen to be as a flashback, or not really a flashback, it's a dream sequence. Yeah. That ended up not really happening, but that's what it was. So that all happened. 
Then what the, the five guys from there went on, and they went to go to this castle, formerly occupied yeah. by the Nazi high command. Yeah, they uh, passed through like a bunch of spaces. They found like a group of traveling like civilians. One of them gave a bunch of stuff to them, mm -hmm. which would be important later. We'll get to that. Which will be important later. So they go to this castle, and basically what they're doing is they're taking over command from a troop that's already there. And these guys are leaving, and they're like really wanting to get the hell out of there ASAP. Yeah. And it's like they give no rhyme or reason why they're leaving so quick and don't care to stay at this awesome-looking place. I mean, it's really run-down looking from the outside, but it's really cool-looking, too. Yeah. And the rooms are so huge, and it's just like an epic mansion, castle. It's so it's really cool. So these other guys leave, and right away they these five guys start hearing things and seeing things yeah. and they they think they're like you know going crazy yeah so well, let, let's walk it through with me on what else is happening here so they it starts to get more vivid to them correct yeah so it's like things just start like not making sense and then then they're then they're knowing that the nazis are going to be coming to try to take over them so they kind of hide and yeah. more stuff happened during the whole hiding sequence. So the Nazis showed up. They showed up, and the guys were quiet but still had their guns and everything and was going to attack if they needed to. The Nazis didn't know anybody was there, so they got back in their cars and they started to leave until the ghosts started making lots and lots of noise. Just so then the Nazis... To get them back, yeah. To get them to come back. So the Nazis came back, and then there was a shootout. There was a bunch of people that died, da 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 da, -da. Uh, one of the Nazis threw a bomb at the guys, and one Butchie yeah. jumped on top of it. And the bomb exploded, and basically didn't kill him, but it really messed him up. Messed him up. He had to take morphine and stuff like that to kind of stay alive. And it, the dreams just got, or like the nightmares just got worse. Yeah. Like the things they kept hearing and kept seeing. Um, during that whole fight scene oh, with, yeah. with the shooting, there was uh, one of the Nazis got drowned. Like it just got sucked into the bathtub and then just started drowning. Yeah, by nobody. I mean, the one the one um, guy Tappert was watching him drown in the bathtub. And then there was another one that got hanged suddenly. Like he turned a corner, he saw the dude hanging just wrapped with his hands tied. tied. And it's like that. It just doesn't make sense. And then there was another one that just burst into flames after he. The dude saw a ghost, which then he saw the Nazi on fire. Yeah, in the living room. So that all happened, and then they, you know, tried talking through it with each other, and they started blaming each other for shit. And it was just, it was very weird. So the it's an hour and thirty two minute movie, and basically the first hour plus was trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah. The one thing I do have to say is the ghosts in the movie sucked. Yeah, the, to well, me. The, yeah, this goes. I think this the whole, makeup was bad. Yeah, I didn't like the ghost special effects itself. It wasn't really good, or the ghosts themselves weren't really good either. But I, th and I think there was like a few cheesy jump scares. But yeah. I, th if there was one that got me, and that was it. Well, that was one that got you, but mostly it was like more like tense, where it was like, oh, I'm gonna pretend it's jump scare, which I think is a lot better than the actual jump scare because it works. It works, and and I think tying the whole thing into you know war made it even more interesting, especially with the PS or PTSD. Yeah, with you know because guys have that anyway, you know after war. 
So that all ends up happening with um, the bomb going off and that fight scene. And then what tries to happen is the guys try to get out of the castle. Yeah. But they keep ending up coming back. It's like they keep being pulled back in by the ghosts. Like they go by the same like land like like landmarks, like there's this destroyed car, and then they mm-hmm. see the same group of traveling people, mm-hmm. and then they see the same jeep that exploded with the dead people, but they're still dead, and then they just keep going in like a loop. Like it's, it's like just, a loop. It's it's, it's like a, a what, what would you call that Groundhog Day type thing? Yeah, and then one of them, I, eventually, all of them realize they haven't gone to the bathroom in a long time, which you know. Yeah, the should. one guy says that's not normal. Or we should be dead or something like yes. that. Yes, it's like you should and be dead. And that right there kind of got me. We should be dead. Did that catch you at all? Mostly. I think, okay. Yeah, I started, I was like, why is, like, are they secretly? Are they alive? Are, I think, I was, yeah, because one of them said this is like what hell would be to some cultures because just endless loop. And I was like, maybe that's the case. They're just dead. They don't know it. Okay. So, so, so we, we think... I didn't know what the heck was going on yet. I didn't think they were dead or anything like that. And um, so, so w- w- what happens next? They, they go back. And I think they try oh, they to end they up, bury. They, they, uh, what, what's his name? Um, Butchie ends up dying after going crazy for about a minute. And going, he just you know, dies. And he just dies. So they end up having to bury him because of this book that they the one guy had, who was uh, Eugene. Eugene had this German book where he said that they had to have a proper proper burial to be able to sleep naturally. Yeah. And unfortunately, after they buried the these ghosts that they... After kind of like a cheesy... Not cheesy, but like... That was cheesy. Yeah. Well, yeah, the ghosts itself were cheesy. There was like... The fight scene between... No, that comes after. Okay, that comes... Oh, yeah. That did come after. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead and talk. No, so then after okay, let me explain. So they they see one of them gets like they set out a trap that to see like footprints, and then one of them that's right. Uh, one Chris, I think is Chris, gets grabbed by the ghost. The uh, the other men don't see it, but he sees a ghost. But the ghost itself, in my opinion, didn't look convincing much. Not at all. Uh, but he was essentially dragged into a sort of like hideout room sort of thing outside of the mansion, but in like a different building. And which lit, um, was dragged into a basement, but he was let go, and he sees the dead bodies. Mm-hmm. They take the dead bodies, and then they, they do a proper. They try Bam. to do a proper burial. They go in, and then they real. Uh, one of them was missing, and then I, I'm trying to the best I can explain because I don't know the characters' names. One basically, that one of them is doing a ritual in the upper. That would be tapered. Tapper. Yeah. And then basically, uh, one of them explains that it, the demon, the ghosts are coming back stronger than ever. That would be like Eugene. That. Yeah, Eugene told us that. So then basically, the ghosts of the four dead people come back and start trying to attack the people with them trying to kill the ghosts. Because dead now, back. now there's four of the remaining uh, troopers still alive. Yeah. So there's four troopers, there's four dead people, and the four dead people are trying to. You know, hurt or maim or kill the four uh, soldiers. Yeah, and and end up they. So then the ghosts eventually, as time goes on, things make less sense. Like one of them starts like glitching. Like, yeah, they, gl- they glitch. One, one of the, like one of them is like you know how and sometimes you just have a slow program and just. Psh- 
mm-hmm. it kind of does that for the ghosts, and then one of them realizes that's not really weird. And then, as time goes on, more of the ghosts keep doing the same thing, and eventually just breaks down into, like, digital code stuff, and we're sent to a, like, laboratory, not laboratory, but, like, a... It, it was a hospital facility, hospital facility you know, with a bunch of technology with stuff. a lot of technology in the middle and the middle was it was a um, mind mind inducing uh, coma basically is what they were yeah. in so all five guys weren't in World War two World War two 1944 they World were War two they were in Afghanistan. Yeah, modern day. Modern day Afghanistan, and the main character Chris wakes who, up. Billy, yeah, wakes up. Billy Zane, who's the uh, doctor, basically goes, "Do you know what happened to you in Afghanistan and your your soldiers?" And he goes, "No." He goes, "Well, I'll show you here in a moment." So, it wasn't good. Yeah, basically, he was then sent back to a, what I would presume is a flashback. Mm-hmm. So they're in Afghanistan. They um. What was it? Was it um, one of them saw the two children that I was also that would be Tappert. Tappert saw the two children that he mentioned in the story before that uh, he saw them dead. I it was kind of I forgot mm-hmm. how the story went, but he essentially saw them dead. But then they continued along, and then in Afghanistan they see this family, which is they're trying to put. It's hard to explain because I forgot I, there much of it was. Confusing to It understand. was very confusing when it got to this point because we thought that this was supposed to be France and all of a sudden they're in Afghanistan and these five guys are coming into this house and this uh, Afghan family, um, I guess the guy, the uh, father is a doctor and he had some, was giving the Americans information on, uh, what was it, the ISIS. Yeah. And... Um, all of a sudden, the, one of the other characters, I think his name was Mr. Helwig. Um, no, no, actually, that was, that was not Mr. Helwig. That was a dad. That was, that was <laughs> that a was, dad. That's, that's, so let's go with uh, Leader, I think, was his name, because that's the only thing that says here in the cast is Leader. Leader. So Leader is telling these guys, you know, we got to get the family out, da-da-da, they're going to get killed if they don't, you know, get out now. You have two minutes, and then all of a sudden... Dude gets a little message on his earpiece. ISIS is on its way. It's like a minute until the they're at the house. So the family then rushes all the soldiers into a fake wall. Yeah. That's covered up. And same with the leader. While the family is still sitting out in the living room, you know, basically is sitting ducks. Yeah. And ISIS comes in. Um, there's like 10 dudes or whatever. They're trying to like... Get information from from the dad. Yeah. And tr- basically pointing all the information at them, that they're the problem, they're the ones that are leaking the information. How could all this information get out if it wasn't for you? Because you probably have ties. Yeah. So uh, what the ISIS did was they did to the family what we saw happened in the World War 1944 II. France. Yeah. So they tied up the this daughter. Tied her up, put her up in the rafters, and basically hung her. Yep. The son, who's about 10, they drowned him in a um, sink. Which would correlate to a tub. To the tub. And the mom, I don't know, I don't think they did anything to her. 
No, she, but, but the father then... She made her witness all the things. And then that's the father, right. And then the father, they burned him alive. Yeah, they threw gasoline on him, and then uh, the leader of ISIS guy threw a um, cigar on front of him and went up in flames. flames while all five soldiers and the leader were in the fake wall watching this all go down. They can't really do anything. They couldn't do anything because there was more ice. They were about to go do something, and then more two more van jeeps showed up yeah. of ISIS members. So they couldn't do it because they would have gotten killed all right there. Yeah. So unfortunately, they had to watch all this. And while it happened, the mom of uh, the family turns and says something that you know you're gonna pay for this, and you're you're gonna. I forgot what exactly she. Yeah, said. I forgot what she said. Kind of like, there's just kind of like breaks down here. It's like, I don't know what ha really much happened. But she she said something, and then the ISIS members leave uh, to do something, and then all the soldiers come out and see the ruined mess. Um, and then they go all go outside. They see, like, it's just, like, all, like, slaughter. And then they see the, what was it, uh, Tappert sees the kid, two kids, that, two kids which was mentioned, which we I forgot to mention in the story, but there was... There was something mentioned about two kids, uh, cat's cradle, which mm -hmm. in this one there's two kids, a cat's cradle, so it correlates. And then um, the mom, right? The mom yeah, runs the, out with a, t a bomb. With a bomb and I basically think. blows up all five soldiers. Yeah. And that's what we see of the soldiers laying in this uh, hospital. Hospital is them all maimed, missing body parts. Uh, Tappert's face is basically half gone. Yeah. Um, Chris is missing limbs. They're all in comas. It's just a complete disaster. Well, during them in the comas, Chris is awake, mm -hmm. and he's trying to tell the doctors that they're um, they're not in mind, love with you. Yeah, their mind. Uh, thing that they're doing to them isn't working is not working and it's haunted and it's ruining them and it's scaring them in their sleep or whatever it yeah. is and then they like one of them said like it was it was like we're in a horror movie mm -hmm. which kind of kind of like well i'll get you this later but one of them says that they're in like kind of like a horror movie and i kind of find that weird because they were like self-aware that the whole first segment was a horror movie. Mm -hmm. So what is interesting? If they try to, I think they erase the what one of them. Chris forgets, like gets his memory erased. Some I think accidentally or something. So basically, he gets erased and he gets sent back to the beginning of the movie, basically. And it and it it actually rewound. Yeah, you know, it was all it was, it was like a quick of every big part of the movie. Yeah, and that was the last we see. Yeah, and it just ends. S something like that. And Brandon and I were just like, "Whoa, that was interesting." Yeah. So hopefully, you guys were able to follow our uh, makeshift, <laughs> very, <laughs> very rough synopsis <laughs> because there's a lot. I was confused on like a lot. We we were both confused on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. Because, some. Uh, yeah, it was just very confusing to just follow along in some set cases, just generally. So yeah. So I'm gonna go to Brandon and what, what was you, give your overall number and we're gonna change our number style. We've been going one to five. We're gonna go zero to five. 
Because there are some movies that we've seen that deserve Hubie, zero. Hubie would be zero. Yeah, but unfortunately, because we did one to five, we gave it a one. So we're going to start from now on, episode 19. We're going to start eight, zero to five stars. Yeah. So, But with using half stars as well. Yeah, okay. So, Brandon, what would you give this movie overall from zero to five? And give your reasons why, too. So, the one thing is that the horror aspect of the movie was... They did it in two different ways. It was the traditional horror style where there was like jump scares and all that. And then there was like the tense moments where they didn't essentially do the jump scares, but they implied there would be a jump scare, but there was never a jump scare, which they did that in like a few scenes. Um, the latter I prefer a lot in horror movies because that usually seems to be much more scary. It's a mental aspect. Yeah, it's like, oh, maybe this is going to happen. It's like, mm -hmm. this all might happen. But then the jump scare aspect is like, well, that just happened. Now what? And then, so the horror aspect is kind of split. Um, but I feel like it did most of its job pretty well. Special effects, I'd say for the ghosts, or at least makeup, everything for the ghosts was not really that good. Yeah. Um, well, but the somewhat of the way they were used was but leaned both on like, that's kind of weird and kind of cheesy sort of stuff. Um, the other special effects were good at because, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then another thing I would like to mention that was that they were pretty violent or gruesome in many sorts of stuff throughout the movie. Imagery. Be yeah, because yeah, imagery I found it interesting one. because it kind of contrasted with like the rest of the movie where you expect it would be like, well, they're going to show the bodies and they just show the bodies. So it's like that was interesting. The acting was okay. I'd say it was pretty good. At least it was convincing that you could not be like, oh, that's bad. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what I'd have to say. Uh, the plot actually would be the next one or the last one because I found the entire concept of we were in World War II, but it's haunted. And then, no, we we're actually in like a simulation, but no, it was this is a simulation to help us. And then it's in constant loop is interesting and i feel like they did they had a good concept and I kind of felt like they executed mostly correct just it needed some improvements and it kind of i expected a traditional horror movie which a lot of times it like the first hour was basically a traditional horror movie until mm -hmm. it got to the laboratory afghanistan part mm-hmm um, so I was kind of convinced it was just going to be that the whole movie, but it kind of just been, it was like, it was like a twist. It was like a good twist. It was like, yeah. So I give the movie a 3.5 out of five and that's my rating. Great job, Brandon. Great, great that's, job. That's on, a lot of talking. It's a lot of talking, but you know what? You, you nailed exactly what you needed to do. So for my rating, this is how I'm going to go. Acting, it, it was subpar most, or uh, it was average. I yeah, would say most of it. The main character, though, I thought did really good. Chris was probably the best character in the whole movie um, just because of his dialogue. You had your uh, stereotypical, that you had the Hispanic guy, you had the big beefy guy, fight guy. Nerd guy. You had the nerd guy who knew everything and he wore the glasses. That's just how that usually works. And then you have the weird guy that's a little short, squirrely guy with a goofy mustache. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of how that all worked out. Plot, Brandon nailed it. It, it was really good. I like how they kind of intermix things. Um, I thought it was basically going to be a 1944 horror movie thing the whole way through until I, the plot twist, which 
I thought was really interesting, but then it was really hard to fucking follow. I was I was going to mention that I initially thought the movie was going to be based off like the ghosts of like dead soldiers mm-hmm. coming back to haunt Americans on the battlefield or something like that. Like they'd be they they'd be in their like like military yeah. tents or whatever, and then there'd be like a German soldier just there, and then stuff like that. But it was. Completely different than I expected. Yeah, so... I, continue on. I kind of liked how they did all that and kind of intermixed it, even though it was tough to follow. And that was one of the problems that I had was the story just, like, total 180. Yeah. Total 180, and you know, from going to 1944 to current-day Afghanistan and the guys laying in the laboratory slash hospital and all that. Um, the graphics, like I said, like Brandon said, um, the violence was... Violent. Violent. Um, the special effects of the ghosts were atrocious to me. It was basically like really bad makeup. But the but the rest of the special effects were mo- very pretty good. Yeah, I mean the the blow up of the jeep was really good. How they did that. Yeah. But just the makeup of the of the ghosts kind of. Eh, Though the makeup of the dead bodies were was was good. Was yeah, good. the, the makeup know, of they that. Kinda, I think that was they intentional. Skimped, they skimped on the ghost, but did well on the dead bodies. I think that was intentional, <laughs> though, because sometimes, you know, in cheesy horror movies, they have Well, maybe that's what it was, because the whole mind simulation thing, it was just It was supposed bad. to be a horror movie, yeah. Yeah, so so that worked out, and then uh, what am I missing here? Oh, yeah, my, my rating. So Brandon gave it a, you gave it a what, 3.5? which would translate to a 7 out of 10. Damn, you're, you're really good at that, given the number. I'm also going to give it... Ah, I hate to give it a, a three because I don't think it's that bad to be a three, but I think the three point three and a half fits for this movie. Yeah, it just fits all around because I would actually recommend it to people. I'd be like, yeah, yeah it's worth watching because it's interesting compared to some of the shit we watched <laughs> recent weeks. Well, I'd say Monkey Trouble is different. That was that was fun just because of the monkeys, but and Hubie Halloween Hubie was Halloween that. Yeah, Hubie Halloween. I'm throwing up on that one. Hubie Halloween, we just don't recommend it. So, Brandon and I both give it a 3.5, and for basically the same reasons. And that's just weird because didn't we, um, you know, both say the same thing earlier today twice? What? Didn't we, when we were talking, we kind of finished our, not finished our sentence, but said the sentence at the same time. In the car. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, it was a... Uh, we were making jokes. We were making jokes and we said... Fanny. We both said Fanny Yeah, we at said the same Fanny time. at the same time. It was twice. Twice. And it was like, just Brandon looks at me and goes, hey, uh... We were thinking the same wavelength. He goes, he goes hey, thinking the same. I'm like, oh, God, I'm thinking the same as a 16-year-old. Sounds about right. But anyway, so there is our synopsis on our breakdown and our rating of... Ghosts of War, the 2020 film that is on Netflix. You can check that out there. And I think that's going to be it for tonight. Wait, it says 2020 film. That implies there's other films. No, that's the one from this year. It came out this year. I know, but usually it just says Ghosts of War film if there's one film. Sure. And then there's a book. You're not going to worry about it. What if it's a 2019 film? It isn't. It's 2020. It came out in June. I know that. Okay. (laughs) All right. Stop arguing. No. But all right. So we're going to... Get moving here, and we're going to let you guys, we're going to end this show in a few moments here. Yep. I want to thank you guys all for listening once again to another episode of the E2B2 podcast. Make sure you are following it all over the socials. 
on Facebook and Instagram. You can just check, type in E2B2 Podcast. It will pop up. You can follow Brandon on his socials. Brandon, give your socials. Paleozoic Productions. No jokes from here. On YouTube and also <laughs> on uh, Twitter, correct? Yeah, Twitter, yep. I'm most active both. And then You're going to say, like, pop, Popzoic Productions. Paleozoic. No, you're going to say... You always said something dumb. You're always like, Palzoic something. Mushu. <laughs> Mushu Productions. Mushu Productions. <laughs> and then for me, Evan J. Thomas on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Ladies, if you see me on Bumble or Twitter, or Tinder, swipe right. You know, feel free. What's Tinder? Tinder. It's tons of girls. <laughs> For fat chicks. I don't know. Okay, calm down. Calm down there. Um, and then Badass Productions on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and also YouTube. And also check out my radio show, uh, Rock Hard with Evan J. Thomas on Facebook. Yep. And BadassProductions1.com. You can find everything that we ever do right there on demand. You can check out any of the previous 18 episodes Brandon and I have done. Just by going to badassproductions1.com, the on-demand section, then the E2B2, then you can scroll down. Plus, we're all over, what are we on? Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Pod, Podcastville, all those. Podcastville. <laughs> I'm just figuring. That's my favorite website, Podcastville, Videoville. I'm, I'm figuring that's exactly what it is. Yeah, uh, Social Mediaville. So, what do you got coming up this week, Brandon? Anything fun? The Painful School event, which is also called School. <laughs> And um, for me, like I said, I'll be turning uh, the ripe old age of 30 for the 16th time. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that should be fun Friday. Oh, you're turning 30? For the 16th time. So, you, you know, I'm not going to ask any questions. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys all for listening. And until the next episode, Brandon and I will be back for more. Yep. And until then, rock on. See ya. Keep pimp chimping. Wow.